Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Believe in UCLA Football Podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor with the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. And as always, I'm joined here by former UCLA linebacker Josh Woods. Josh, how's it going, man? You know, go Bruins. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. March Madness, loving already. Uh, I believe the girls got a game tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think they, they talked to the media today. Yeah, so they have at Polly, correct? I believe that one's mm-hmm. at Polly. Um, we speak, speaking of being uh, on campus and, and around Polly, we were out at Pro Day for the football team, uh, watching those guys get out there and compete. But um, Josh, it wasn't easy, man. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't easy for them. It wasn't easy for us. I'm out there in the rain. They say it's going to start at 10. I'm there at 10. It's raining. Um, it's pretty funny because they actually put a bunch of the agents and like some of the family members, I guess, with the media. And a lot of the agents and stuff were not happy. They're just like, what is this? Or why are we like off into the corner? Why aren't we like, I guess, like in the facility or whatever? Mm-hmm. So they weren't happy. But I'm like, y'all can't complain to me. I This is this is every day for me. So I don't know. They they say they get treated better elsewhere. But I mean, I, I, maybe it was just the rain. Everyone was, was kind of in a bad mood because of the rain. But it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good once it got started. Uh, I know you had a unique perspective. You made your way down there. How um, how did the day go for you? I mean, started off terrible just with traffic. <laughs> that's that's one of the main reasons why yeah. I don't go back mm-hmm. as much as I would want to, is because the traffic. You know, it 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 when it takes three and a half hours to get from the IE to yep. the campus, it you know you don't really want to do that, but Start off like that, but I mean, I was just happy to be back on campus. Was that like one of the first? When when was the last time you were back prior to that? Like, is this one of your first times? This is my third time back since since my time with the program was done. So you go like once a year. So it's like a it's like almost a once a year kind of deal at this point. Yeah, it's been about one one time a year. I'm not proud of that, but no, I it, I mean, but you're busy. I mean, you're you're not in America for a for good portion of the year because you're with the BC Lions and whatnot. But I mean, it's it's I'm not trust me. It's hard to get down there from the IE, but once you're there, it's it's pretty nice and it's worth it. But that LA traffic is no joke. So yeah, once you're parked and walking around the campus, mm-hmm. you know, it's you're worth happy it. to you're happy to be there. I'm like, this is nice, but yeah, as soon as just, I as soon as I start walking to the building, I see Jerry. And I'm like, I'm home. Oh, you saw Jerry Neuheisel from the jump? Like first hug I got. That's was from I, was from Jerry. <laughs> that's not like, a bad way to start then. That's not a bad way to start. I was like, yeah, welcome home, huh? Um, you know, and then uh, you know, I was trying to stay, you know, low profile. So mm-hmm. when I, I went to the front of the building, like I was, you know, just just a casual. And I yeah. And I just went <laughs> went to the family section. So I was up upstairs in the facility on the balcony um yeah and i, I mean the, the day was i don't want anything to anything to be about me you know mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. i was there you know for my brothers who um i've watched 
all, majority all the ones that didn't transfer in, mm-hmm. you know, all the ones that have been there since from their day one. I remember seeing all of them as babies. Um, so seeing their development and growth has been awesome. I mean, that's one of the things I like said to Dorian. Um, and I mean, it's all those guys, just how proud I, uh, I am of them and just, you know, being able to see what they came in as and what they're leaving mm-hmm. the program as it's just awesome. No, you're, you're right. You're, you're there for when they first walked on to when they're, they're kind of heading out the door. Um, there were 15 guys, uh, for, uh, 15 UCLA players that competed in the pro day or that participated in the pro day. Um, and you mentioned most of them, those who didn't transfer in, only five of them had transferred in and, and uh, probably and weren't around when you were there. Um, but just off the top of my head, at least I would imagine 10 of them. Yeah. 10, uh, Shay, Mo, were you there for Jack? I'm, I think you were aware of Jack at the very least. I was right? there. I was there for Jack. You were there for Jack, Michael, Zeke, Bo Calvert, Stephen Blaylock, Kaz Allen, John Gaines. Mafi, Charbonnet, DTR. So I, I mean, didn't, I didn't get a year. Oh, you, yeah, you weren't there for Charbonnet. That's right. Charbonnet is kind of. I mean, he's just been the main focus and has been there for two years compared to someone like Jake Bobo that I forget he's only been there for two years. But so maybe mm-hmm. like nine or nine or ten guys out of fifteen you knew. Then you kind of see kind of grow up, and it's. I know we kind of talked about it before, but it's still kind of like kind of trippy to 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 see them be where the, like kind of where they're at, right? And what's next for them. Yeah, when when you see a little brother become a big brother to other guys, it's yeah, mm-hmm. it's different, you know. Where I will always see them as a younger guy, but now they're they're not. They're grown and their their time there is done, you know. And yeah, just to see their development through the years. I mean, guys like Shea Pitts, who Shea Pitts and Mo Austin are guys that are some of the only guys that have been there longer than me. Yep. As far as I, they I, they they were there for six years when mm-hmm. I was there for five or like. It's like four and a little bit, and there was just like five years mm-hmm. and a little bit. You know, like it's not a full six years, but it counts as their sixth year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those guys were the last of the Mora kids, and the uh, mm-hmm. so they had Mora, and then uh, and mm-hmm. Chip, yeah, and they've seen a lot of defensive coordinators in their time, a lot mm-hmm. of different, especially those two, yeah, on have, defense, yeah have seen so many different coordinators have seen so many different positions and positional coaches. Those two have spent time in yep. DB rooms, linebacker rooms, outside linebacker rooms. Like was Shay Shay was cause I, and I think I texted that to you that Shay was working with the DBs. Did he start as a DB? Shay came in as a DB okay. and with, uh, Mora's group, he was with the DBs. I think, his second year he was with the dbs and going into his third year which was my last year which is when brought, i showed up yeah, yeah he was he was brought into that's why i would say like we were a group of misfits in the outside linebacker mm-hmm. room because it was it was like nobody started in that room <laughs> and we all ended up in that in that room together and like mm-hmm. yeah like we had some guys coming from the db room some guys come from the inside linebacker room some guys coming from like the dn room um mm-hmm. and yeah so you know, just bounce around in Mo too. I mean, there's times where I was teaching Mo outside linebacker stuff, and oh wow, they were trying to see if he'd fit in there. And um, eventually, you know, he spent some time at corner, spent some time at safety. So, yeah, just seeing guys just 
blossom into what they are now. It's just cool to see. Yeah, it was funny. I was talking to Shea and I always and I really only knew Shea as a linebacker because, like I said, when I first got there, he was, I guess, already in the linebacking room. But um, he after I guess he kind of finished his pro day stuff, he came over and was talking to like his agent or yeah, I'm assuming just his agent. Um, and then he came over to me and, you know, and, and we kind of talked a little bit and whatnot. And and he, <laughs> he was looking at us and he goes, damn, y'all got to kind of kind of bad over here or whatever and i'm like me i'm like shay what about you y'all out here in the rain i feel bad for you guys and he's like it is what it is he he, he was just kind of he just kind of like you know it's pretty much kind of like what you said he's been through so much you know it, it ain't it ain't nothing new with a little rain and whatnot but no nah, he, he kind of took it in stride he had a smile on his face at the end of it all and um it was it was that's probably actually you know for as much as i probably have kind of interacted with him on twitter and stuff maybe one of the first times i've actually talked to him in person because i think the few times he has talked to the media i think i've missed some of those days um but it was nice to, to kind of talk to him and I, I have a feeling we'll probably be talking to him again uh pretty soon but no he's a good dude and he has a good head on his shoulders and um has big things uh ahead of him for sure um, who were some of the other guys that maybe you got a chance to talk to or or that kind of stood out to you? For me, Blaylock, he looked huge. I don't know if you uh, saw him up close, but he looked freaking no, huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking to all of them. Um, it's the first time I've seen John Gaines in a in a while. And mm. I was just like kind of shocked. I was like, What have you Why? Been, what have you it, been eating? He was not that you gotta oh, understand. Oh, so he's big, he's got bigger. Yeah, okay. like over the like the transformation he's made in his body is crazy mm-hmm. the when he can, I mean, Mafi too, of course, yeah, like, yeah, but they kind of both went opposite directions. Right. Like, right, right. Like John gained a lot of weight and muscle and Mafi, you know, lost weight. And it's all now is just mm-hmm. a big muscle. So like both of them look like really they kind of maybe, I don't know the, the, the weight, but they're, they've kind of met in the middle from, from them kind of coming. Yeah, like they, they they both just look like units, you know, just mm-hmm. chiseled out. And I was just like, dang, I'm like, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just crazy because it's like, if any, like, if you saw John Gaines coming in, you're like, no way, this guy's gonna, you know. And then like, just, yeah. But but once, you know, getting to know him and um, just seeing him, like how hard he works and his work work ethic. He was one of those guys I was always in this facility. Um, when we started doing extra workouts, I said, like, one of the guys, one of the linemen that you would see around a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that's how he's gotten to where he's gotten is just how hard he works and his attitude and his mindset. And, I mean, he's just a great kid. Like, that's – he's one of the best human beings that, you know, have come through. Um, so I'm just happy for him and just, like I said, the growth and the development – and just the opportunities that he's been able to create for himself, like he deserves everything. Um, and then who else stood out to me a lot? I and mean, was, I didn't go ahead. I I didn't uh Hearn, Aziz uh Azizi Hearn, yeah. Azizi mm-hmm. Hearn from I I mean, that's my first time seeing him in person. Yeah. Um, and he had a it looks like he had a really good day. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if we were saying he, he might run like a four three or four four or something pretty fast. Um but I was like Oh, he's built too. Like he definitely yeah, was one of the guys that mm-hmm. that stood out. Um, I mean, but everybody, I think everybody, you know, looked good, did good. Um, I was up, like I said, I was up on the balcony for the testing, and then I went down to the fields when they started doing position work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, every I mean, I I don't think nobody looked bad. You know, everybody looked good. Everybody looked like you could tell that they were, you know, putting in work and even though it was it had rained and it was kind of like that misty rain for majority yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a good job, you know, on those surfaces. I could tell the three cone and the L drill were the harder ones to do. And I can see guys are slipping and it's unfortunate. Um, and then the 40, like I could, I could tell like the start mark was kind of getting messed up from my angle. Like the the turf looked like it was flicking up and kind of like, Oh really? Okay. I noticed there was a few, like, I think Kaz Allen, like I think on both attempts maybe had to like kind of redo because because Kaz I can see like so Kaz was first, so at least he got to um, that was the main that was like the main event right there. That was that was so he got to go like first, yeah. and then as I like, as time was going, like I'm saying the spot was messing up. You could see guys like even when Kaz was going, mm-hmm. uh, like his second time, I think he because he was trying to find like a fresh spot of turf yeah. that wasn't like all kicked up. Mm-hmm. Um and I think he rolled into it. And I mean that like the the scout was who the scout dude, he always runs it. He's with a different team this year. But he, oh really? He was with the that was he's running for like the past decade. Oh really? I I was wondering how like that worked or, or how they made those guys. I don't know how the, they choose it. He was yeah. with the Bears, so but maybe like a no, lot he's of with the guys. I think I think it was the Broncos, or maybe it's the Broncos. I mean, but I'm he looking used to through be binoculars he, from far away. Yeah, so true. it was orange. <laughs> it was orange and blue. I don't know. <laughs> nah, yeah, because he he was with the Falcons and it was like okay. I remember he had rented it for uh, Miles, Jack, and and them, Jayon, okay. and them. So dude's then, been around for a while. I'll, Kenny Young and then to mine, he mm-hmm. did it as well. Um, but yeah, he's a different team, but yeah, he still ran it. But uh, guys were kind of rolling and having to restart mm-hmm. those a lot. And I think a part of it kind of was they weren't trying to be in that spot for too long. Yeah. Um, and that might be it. But other than that, like position drills, I don't think the rain was affecting that much. Everybody looked pretty clean. Only thing is probably like uh, Kaz and Bobo catching the ball. Uh, they weren't wearing mm-hmm. gloves because it was raining, and mm-hmm. it was forcing them to kind of catch that. more with their body and not their <laughs> hands. Yeah, um, just because you know it being wet, and then I think that was uh Titus. Yeah, that was Titus out there. Uh, kind of threw me uh by surprise a little bit, but just out there, another guy just um catching balls. But yeah, that was that was Titus out there. Yeah, I mean that's that's common to have uh upcoming guys if you need extra mm-hmm. bodies to run the routes um to do something like that, or you know if it's a group of receivers that don't have a quarterback, the quarterback will come throw, or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But um, for me, I, I was nervous, but I was kind of like nervous for all those dudes, just because it's like they're running, especially when they're doing the 40. It's like, uh, I don't know. That was really kind of like the first pro day I did. I, the, one of the ones I think I first covered, it was like during the pandemic, we did it like over zoom. And so we didn't really get to see, we just like talked to him after and was like, how, what was your time and stuff? Um, so this was really my first one. And so I don't know if I was just nervous. I was thinking about, I think, a guy in the SEC last year who was like a first projected first round pick. And he like tore his ACL or something at his pro day. So I'm like, oof, I hope that doesn't happen to any, any of these guys. And just watch him do the 40. I'm like, just as soon as they finished it, I'm like, like don't pull up too fat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but really everyone com- came really in. common. It is super common. And, it, and it, I'm just like, all those guys came out of it good. A lot of people were asking me for times. I was even if I had a stopwatch and was trying to do it, it, it you know, from your, the, yeah, from your angle, angle been, I was at, it would it just wasn't gonna make sense for me to do. A lot of people were asking, "What are the times? What are the times?" I'm like, I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend to know. But that's why I was posting the videos. I'm like, here's a video. Y'all can kind of make whatever you want out of it. But it's like, 
some people were like, oh, it's still kind of slow or whatever. And I'm like, it, it's going to be slow regardless. I think the scouts are know and are going to take that into account. If Kaz, if Kaz Allen runs a four or six or whatever in the rain, I think they're going to say, well, you know, I mean, I I think they're going to be aware. It's in the, he's not going to be setting Kaz a personal best. I capable of running a four six, though. <laughs> yeah. no Even if he had one leg. Yeah, Kaz still going to hit a four four. But no, I mean, everyone still looked good. Um, you know, for for the longest, I, we a lot of us over there, uh, the media guys were like, uh, we don't think Dorian's going to do anything today. Um, just because he had his backpack on and, and stuff for most of it. And then it kind of made sense after that. Okay, he's just going to do the quarterback drills um and and which makes sense one because it's raining but then two um you know he did all that stuff at at the combine zach charbonnet did the same um was kind of surprised and and maybe he'd wanted to improve his time on i think on the three cone and some of the other agility drills there i because he i think he did all that at the combine if i'm not mistaken um the one person that i think maybe if he had a chance to redo it and we didn't get a chance to talk to him so i'm just kind of uh assuming some of this stuff but i think jake bobo maybe would have wanted to do it at the combine now that it played out the way that it did just because yeah yeah because because he really just did the receiving drills at the combine and didn't do any of the other agility stuff so um he his real look was just kind of there in the rain and that's that's where they got to look at him um when it came to those things so 31 of 32 teams were there uh, from what i was told uh, one of the other teams, we never found out who was, I wasn't going to look at my binoculars and count who was there and who wasn't, but I think someone uh, last minute, uh, probably, uh, I think kind of pulled out there. Um, maybe gonna, whether it's, it's that one team is going to miss out on a good player. You know, you know what someone said, um, what did, oh, someone, someone said, uh, UCLA needs to uh, account for that team, find out who it is. And the next time they're playing a team in LA or whatever, they're looking for a facility. Tell them no. <laughs> Tell them they can't use the practice facility. What, what if it was like? But what if it was like the Rams? That's what I'm like. I'm like, why should it have been like somebody local? But I don't know. Like the Chargers. I know the Chargers were there. I saw some. It was just there's 31, 32. And Otito was there, so they had to play Otito. Oh, Otito was there. at first. I didn't recognize him, but then he was over in the the media area, and I'm like, oh, that's Otito. And then, so obviously I knew what he was wearing after, and then he was back by the facility and I saw the chargers scout too. And then after, uh, Otito and the chargers scout saw each other and they gave each other like a big hug. And I'm like, Oh, that must've been like his main scout or whatever, obviously, um, being local or whatever, but yeah, there, um, I think I saw, I saw like the Texans were there. I think the Eagles were there a lot of the, like, it's all kind of the same color. So it was like, could have been the Eagles or the jets or whoever, but there, I, I don't know who the one team is. I wasn't going to spend time on it because then I felt like I would have been missing other stuff. Um, what, was that kind of your first look at Charbonnet? I think it, it was, it, wasn't it? Close up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, no, I saw him at the LSU game. Oh, you went to – I yeah, you did go to a game, right? I, I, I was went trying to, to remember. I went to the, LSU, I went to the LSU game. But okay. even, then, even now, I was like, yeah, he's built different. Then mm-hmm. – there has been really great backs yep. that Coach Foster has had, and this I think he just he just built a little different. Like all the other guys worked really hard, and you know, like yep. Foster helped the you know develop them into running backs. You know, Josh Kelly worked you know extremely hard coming from mm-hmm. UC Davis and this and that. Like and then like felt like Demetrius Felton was a receiver coming out of you know and a returner, and Coach Foster turned him into running back. Um. But Charbonnet was like, 
God built him. There wasn't. I think Foster even kind of said it when we talked. Like Foster, there's, it, there's not like, a whole lot he needed. Foster needed to do with. It's kind of like like cheat codes. Like <laughs> yeah. having him having Coach Foster was like a cheat code. Like mm-hmm. having the best coached by the best. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, he built different. Yeah, we uh we got a chance to talk to Dorian and Charbonnet after pro day. Um, thought maybe we'd get some other guys, but you know we got the we got the the two featured guys there. Um, so we actually kind of, I guess kind of forgot. Well, I guess we didn't really ask them for times because they didn't really do anything that required times. I mean, Charbonnet did the three cone and stuff, but whatever. Um, some things that we did find out from. Charbonnet Charbonnet said he had uh, I think he talked to multiple teams he said I guess at the combine it's kind of a, a a speed dating kind of process where you get like 15 minutes with each team but I guess he I don't know how many formal interviews you get but he said he did four of them um the Seahawks the Patriots the Bengals and the Panthers uh, Deshaun Foster's former team uh all talked to Charbonnet they had formal ones I, I guess we didn't follow up and say what that meant exactly I don't know if maybe he had 20 minutes or 45 minutes with them instead, but um, we we can uh, assume those teams may be in the mix for Charbonnet um, down the road uh, at the draft. Um, DTR didn't mention, he said he didn't want to really mention his teams, um, but he said he did talk to teams. Um, he said he talked to like a lot, so probably the same kind of process with um, the speed dating element there, but um, sounds like both of them had a good time at the combine and obviously at pro day. One thing that, um, you know, cause that was the first time talking to DTR since the end of the season, really. Um, and, you know, kind of asked him about the shrine bowl and, and that and, and whatnot. And he said that, you know, it, it was, it, it was a, it's a, a unique experience and obviously a cool experience, but being able to do it with uh, at least three or four other UCLA guys with them at all times. Like he had John Gaines, Mafi, and Bobo out at the Shrine Bowl. He had uh, Gaines and uh, Bobo and Zach Charbonnet out at the Combine with him. So UCLA was well represented, and and that was something that you know kind of made them all feel like they were at home a little bit, having some familiar faces there. Um, uh, DTR. What else did he say? Oh. What I found interesting was uh, some of the media guys were asking, hey, first of all, they were asking, hey, if this NFL thing doesn't work out, like, do you have a plan B? And I was kind of like, oh, where is Who's asking going? that? I, I'm not going to say who it was, but um, it was uh, – they, they they asked the question. It's, it wasn't a media member who's normally there. Um, so maybe he was kind of asking out of curiosity. and But he – DTR was kind of like he he didn't like get offended by it, but he just like, you know, I'm not looking that far. Like DTR was just super happy with the way everything has gone. And, you know, you know, just knows it's a unique experience again, just just to even have and participate in a pro day and all that. Say he's not really looking too far behind uh, beyond that. You know, he he just looking forward to an opportunity to play football. Um, the guy's saying like, oh, what if what if it's like the Canadian Football League or the XFL? And he's like, I'm he said, hey, there were thir- there were 31 NFL scouts out here. That's what I'm worried about. Like that, you know, he's like, there was no other kind of league out here. Um, so he kind of took it in stride. Uh, someone it might have been the same reporter who asked him, hey, did you think about playing another position, getting ready, you know, for the NFL or whatever? Who is and, this guy? 
my my wait first of all i was like dtr is gonna like shoot this down and be like no like i'm only here to play quarterback which is kind of the impression we've always gotten but dtr said yes like i actually was preparing and working to do like the receiver drills and stuff like whatever i get i'm assuming receiving drills but like to do other stuff to show that you know he has more to offer bring more to the table and dtr said and then DTR said, like, I guess he mentioned it to the scouts or whatever. And the scouts are like, no, like, that's okay. Like, they just wanted to see him do, be a quarterback. And I'm like, oh, that's good. I'm sure, like, inside, that's kind of what DTR want. Like, view me as a quarterback. So it was just kind of interesting because I thought, like, no matter, like, you know. I, I feel like, not that not that the, the media has gotten for UCLA, I feel like they're not soft, but mm -hmm. more – UCLA favored it before. Like, I, I, felt know, like, I feel like yeah. early on when I got to UCLA, it was like the media was so it against like us. It was just like, yeah, like that type of like questions like that would be like more of the norm. Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it it just seemed like they were always trying to get something out of us and get uh, like manipulated. Like it it'd be like I remember going to my second year, and like um, it was pretty much it, like the media uh, who were, like the media people at the time were trying mm -hmm. to pin me against Jayon, and they were like, oh really. Oh, you're uh in a position battle with Jayon. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what what can you do that Jayon can't do? And like, right, you know, right, like, right, like, right. Yeah, like, what are you better at? And like, you know, like questions mm -hmm. like that. And it's just like, bro, like your etiquette is just the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is my teammate. Like, I'm a right. kid. Like, I was 18. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We're just like, like you, you gotta know, hang out more with Jayon than you do. Like, you know, I'm with like, Jayon, like, and, like, that's and gonna like, get back. And I was like, my like one of my closest friends on the team, mm -hmm. like one of my mm -hmm. big bros on the team. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it get uh, a little messy sometimes. Yeah, and that, yeah. I, I'm glad Dorian handled it like a pro. I mean, I guess you know, going to the pro level, you are gonna have to deal with you know outside mm -hmm. reporters and then you know different type of uh, media outside of just your team. Yeah. At times, it could be the local, it could be you know different city, and um, that you have it, to be able to field all types of questions. That's kind of a thing that. I've always kind of learned with journal journalism too is um is like you can kind of I forget what the situations are but it's kind of more like you know for me I'm covering UCLA all the time I'm there I kind of know what's what and, and you know how things are going to go who's if I ask this question are they really going to answer it or whatever the case is but then you have like a columnist or or a national reporter who just kind of just drops in right um for the first time and maybe the only time they're going to ask the wild questions because like, they don't got to see you next week. You know what I mean? So they, they're going to just drop in and ask like, them yeah, hot let, stuff let me, and just, yeah, let me get a hot something I can mm -hmm. write up, you know? Mm -hmm. it, so, yeah. Cause they never got to see him again or they don't have to yep. face the music or they don't have to worry about like causing a controversy and like, yo, maybe it, we like yeah, limiting their access or something. Yeah. Yep. They, they don't have to worry about it, you know? So they just drop in. Um, so that's kind of what kind of what the situation was in a way, um, because for me, I'm like, I'm not thinking to ask that question because the impression I had always gotten and the understanding was like Doran's just here to play quarterback. Like, like he, you know. this is it. He played five years. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, he, broke the he played quarterback five. Right. Like, like those are I remember those questions like early on, mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. freshman year. Those are like, like, OK, but like. He was quarterback. You said for, for five years, mm -hmm. he holds what seven records yeah quarterback like yeah like and i and i think part of it is too like like you said maybe the media is a little soft i think a lot of it is just like it's been the same dudes like it's yeah. it's been dtr it's been like so it's kind of not like 
Like, yeah. Ben, the, ben Bolt's not asking that. Well, yeah, because because we're a lot of us are at the point where it's like we've covered DTR for five years. Like, w- sometimes it's hard to kind of ask Dory and stuff, or we kind of ask him like, like funny random stuff, or like another hurdle, huh? Like, it's almost like kind of just like a conversation with DTR because it's kind of like, what more could we ask DTR that we haven't kind of asked but over the last like four or five but, years? I feel like that. I mean, a lot of times that's the best when you have a mm-hmm. a mutual respect. You know, yeah. between as an athlete, right, with the, with the media, mm-hmm. um, and you know, me, I'm like kind of middle ground of seeing both sides. But yeah. when it's more of a you know respectful, then you're gonna get more of you know mm-hmm. more genuine, honest or honest answers, um, and that's how you're gonna get the you know the best results from both sides. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and one of the things that I because I've always heard when you talk to these teams, you may get asked like some crazy questions or different things. Uh, Dorian said he really didn't get asked anything crazy at the combine. They kind of threw like a, I think he walked in one meeting and said they threw a basketball right at him and like told him to shoot it or something. Like, I guess just kind of test his instincts or whatever, but, um, just some like fun stuff. A lot of them had fun with it, but like, there were no crazy questions or a lot of, you know, like some scandalous question you, you kind of hear about, um, or that I've kind of heard about in the past. Charbonnet said the same thing. It it was kind of pretty straightforward. They just kind of want to know about him. So. You know, it was just kind of all business. I, I think the guys kind of took it in stride. Um, I think Charbonnet, the one thing that I felt he always needed to improve on was talking with the media. And I felt that was, he was a lot better this time around. Like talk, cause you know, he's had to do so much media, going to the combine, talking to teams and stuff. I feel like he really came, came back and was a lot better. Like just with, I don't know. He was kind of was like joking with us in a way, or maybe it was just like, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't just a game week situation. Right. So he was like, he was kind of out of his shell a little bit, which was, which was pretty nice to, to kind of see. And hopefully the the scouts were able to get some of that out of him. Um, and it, again, it was just pretty funny looking at all the scouts. Cause they had to be huddled up under an easy up with the rain and stuff. Um, Cause usually even during practice, they're so kind of scattered out that you really don't even know what scouts are out of practice. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, they were all there yet, like all 30, or 31 teams represented under that one little easy up right there at the 40 yard finish line. Um, and then, um, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, anyone else kind of stand out to you or any other any other drills or uh, any other familiar faces or conversations that you had with any of the guys? I mean, it's, it's always cool just catching up with, um, you know, all the players. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the guys that were competing, also the guys, you know, going into uh, next year, you know, everybody that I played with still there. And then, of course, you know, the coaches always going to catch up with Foss. Mm-hmm. You know, got the, got a good conversation in with Chip before I left. Um, and it's even the ops people, you know, the people that, you know, work throughout the um, facility and, you know, different things of that nature. Uh, you know, it's cool. And this is a different perspective now being older is me and uh pick on the side, just mm-hmm. especially because we still play like we play against each other now and yeah, we both go off to Canada soon. Um, but just talking about like dang how how much things have changed since you know we were there. Um that it was kind of my first look at some of the guys who have transferred in. So I got to see Dante Moore from afar, uh Carson Still, I believe is his name, the running back that transferred in from Ball State. Um I saw Dorian kind of talking with Dante a little bit more there at, at the pro day. Um, did you get a good look at Dante at all? Did you see him? 
at all. Uh, I've seen him. I didn't talk to him or anything like that. Um, yeah, majority of the guys I talked to, I've known mm-hmm. for a really long time, you know. And, was it just kind of weird to like see the the football team out there the pro day and like you didn't know any of them other than like the dudes that were doing the pro day stuff? Like it was all just new faces, right? Oh, a lot, a lot. Even when I went, yeah, just going walking down the locker room I was like, dang, just like who are these dudes? <laughs> yeah, who are these people and who's in my locker? Like, yeah, did you go to see your old locker? <laughs> yeah, because well, because my locker's always I was I was across from Belay. Mm-hmm. And who else was on my aisle? Bo was on Bo Calvert's on my aisle. Um, and then Mo was using somebody else's lock because Mo was right there. Mo was in the middle aisle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're just chopping it up, and I'm like, dang, just seeing the different names on here, like, you know, the, yeah. the different because the different like numbers on the locker. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I had I had a prime locker too. I was right next to the Jackie <laughs> Robinson locker, so like oh, wow. I almost had like two two seats. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of like space, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoever has locker, this is prime location. So who was it? Did you did you get a chance to see who it was or what number was that? I think it was number like thirty. Number thirty on this year's roster. I don't. I I didn't remember the name. I looked one second. I just started started talking. I forgot. Gotcha. But, um, how yeah. did the like the rest of the facility kind of look? Is it from from when you were there? Has it changed quite a bit? Um, I think they had like I, Darnay Holmes. Is, I saw a picture. Someone had a picture, but Darnay Holmes, I guess they have his photo up there in their Giants uniform and stuff. Well, they they have all the players that got drafted in the, their teams, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they've had those up. I mean, they updated oh, okay. and put the new yeah. guys, but like that was the thing that Moore started. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, but they just started putting the new guys up. But nah, the facility the same. Like for the majority part, things are just the same. It's just now it's just Jordan logo and Jordan brand everywhere. Oh, yeah. I did get to see like some of the gear and they were showing me some of the shoes they got. Like, showed. Guys were walking around with the uh, Jordan One Lows PEs, mm-hmm. and I was just like, jealous. Nice, yeah, yeah. Okay, hundred percent jealous. So I gotta know. This is something I was thinking about for the long, like as soon as I kind of found out you were there, and like after the fact, I was like, did you walk out of there with a T-shirt or something? I didn't ask for anything. I probably could have went and asked for something, but I was yeah. like, again, like I told you, I was up with the family session, and I mm-hmm. would have stayed up there if Foss. And pick didn't see me and tell me to come down to the field. They're like, Oh, they you? saw you from the field and like, what are you doing? Because I had texted Pick. I was like, I told I told Pick, hey, go put your cleats on so you can go do the uh, <laughs> go do the DV drills. Go I, get a look. You know Pick would be ready to go. Mm-hmm. But um then they both they looked up and they're like, Josh, what are you doing? Like they literally were like, What are you doing up there? Like, come down here right now. And I was like, That's what I was saying. I was like, all right, bet. Cause I was just trying to, you know, just be yeah, you're just trying to stay out of the way and it. Like, yeah, because like Guys would guys would uh be walking around and like they would see me and then like try to start like they're saying saying something and like awkwardly like like waiting and, I, <laughs> and then the like and like oh damn bro like, they got you up there. <laughs> we're just, well, I mean, I was up with all their families and stuff. Oh like, right, okay, of, like yeah, yeah. Fa- like I was, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I was talking to I was talking to Mafia. I was like, bro, when are you gonna do something? <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm just gonna he, do position yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised, yeah. And then somebody's parent was like, "Are you his brother?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no." Like, like, damn, they don't even know who I, I was, am. I was, like, I was like, I, I was like, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> That's yeah, because majority. I mean, I, I, I only. I mean, I know some of the parents, like Gordon's mm-hmm. mom, of course, um, and his family, uh, the Lanier family. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't see Bo's. But some people like I've I have met through the years and in, in my time and they recognize me from right. you know when I was senior and stuff. 
But um, yeah, I was up there, but like I said, some of the transfer parents for sure don't know who I am. But I was just, <laughs> you're just another incognito. Dude. Like I was just, yeah. you know, just hidden, you know, hood on because it was raining, and I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just watching. It's like if you saw me, you saw me. But then I went down there, and then talking to you know, everybody just kind of not kind of shocked to see me, but you know. Well, I'm glad you got to go down there and hang out. Uh, spring football will be starting up. I think you'll still be around. So yeah, I might. Now, I might. I told. I told them I'm gonna try to come to one practice. Show up to one practice, and it's the second time around. So I think that's the the perfect time to ask for a shirt. First time, you know, maybe play it cool, but no, I need. You know. I need shirts. I need shirts. Sh- shorts. I want a jacket. And if they happen to I put even- a. If they put like, a pair of shoes in the bag, I was, then I was that's like, fine yeah. too. I was like, you want to give me those? I'll take it, but I don't really need them. But I feel you. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, I saw the, um, I think Coach Foster post posted the video. Did you see? Uh, they had the team around him. He was uh doing, doing bench, bench presses and stuff. Yeah, that's a that's a grown. He looked pretty. Point, he, looked, he looked. That's pretty also. Good. That's also certain things that people don't understand about like all this testing is like you're putting your body in so much stress it, mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of get hurt like that's what i'm saying like like i'm yeah i'm proud of all the guys being healthy mm-hmm. um and you know say like jake bobo doing it maybe yeah i mean i don't know maybe he was dealing with something that's why he didn't do it at the combine you know because mm-hmm. it's so easy to when you're trying because you're really yep. trying hard, you know, hamstring. That's what I was gonna say. You're you're trying to yeah. It's yeah, like little trying. things like hamstring or shoulder mm-hmm. or peck for the bench, you know what I'm saying? So yep. like there's a lot of, you know, you're training for that all that time and you know, trying to peak at the right time, like I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's a lot goes into it. And people just think like, Oh, you're fast, you run a fast forty, but there's a lot that goes into running a forty, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Building up to running a forty and doing the, all the different types of drills and stuff and every like get so hard on people's times on that day, but you don't know what a guy had to do to get to that point. Or yep. like I'm saying, some guys might've been dealing with nagging hamstrings and groin quad, all types of things, you know, or that was even their fastest day. Cause you know, they already had peaked, they peaked earlier or they're mm-hmm. about to peak later. Like um, it's just like the time of it might not always be perfect. And especially yeah. the conditions are raining that could have even, you know, slipping all type of stuff. So yeah. Happy. All those guys came out. Uh, it seemed unscathed and healthy and everybody was happy. So I think it was a successful pro day and looking forward to uh, guys will probably have some um, team visits and then mm-hmm. the draft. Yep. There'll be some team visits and hopefully we'll have some uh, visit the podcast here soon uh, before things get really busy with them, with the, the draft not being too, too far away about a little more than over a month away or so. Um, but with that being said, Josh, We'll get on out of here. Make sure you guys look down into the description for this podcast. You'll find um, a link for the shirts that we have in the Believe Network shop. Make sure you go ahead and you pick up one of those. Plenty of time to get one before the season starts. Make sure you get one so you can wear it to the spring practices, which are open to the public and more. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.